Are you thinking about buying a Honda XR100 but not sure if it's the right bike for you or if it's still a good bike to buy since it's not made anymore? I've owned a few of the Honda XR100 so I want to break down the basic specs of the bike so that you can know what to expect when buying, riding, and maintaining one and then what to look for if you want to buy a used one so that you don't end up with a pile of junk. So first what is the Honda XR100? Well, it's a 100cc air-cooled four-stroke trail bike that's for entry-level or casual trail riders. Uh, Honda started making it in 1981 and then discontinued it in 2003 uh, when they transitioned to the CRF100F, which is the same bike. It just has a different name and updated plastics and graphics. Which leads me to my next question. What's the difference between XR100, XR100R, and the CRF100F? Now the XR100 and the 100R is the same thing. Honda just added the R to the 100 back in, I think, 1983 or 84. And then the CRF100, it's the same thing. Now let's start with the engine. The XR100 has about six whopping horsepower. And this may not sound like a lot to you, but it's not the peak horsepower that makes this bike so special. It's the low RPM and mid-range torque because right off of idle this bike has decent torque and it's very smooth because when you're talking about peak horsepower that's only when you're at one specific rpm so with the xr100 that's about 8,000 rpm so if you want six horsepower you got to hold the throttle at 8,000 rpm but if you're riding at two to six thousand rpm which is where most of us ride the xr100 makes good predictable smooth torque torque <clears throat> torque so what does this mean well if you are a beginner and you want a bike that's very easy to ride easy to learn how to use the clutch on because it has a five-speed manual clutch transmission this low-end torque that's very predictable makes it easier to use the clutch because the bike isn't very <laughs> jerky at low RPM and low speed. And with the low first gear, you only need to be going three or four miles an hour uh, to let out the clutch and put your feet on the pegs and start riding. Whereas a race bike, you're gonna have to be going five to seven miles an hour and use a lot more clutch and throttle. It's gonna be a lot more jerky if you're just trying to get going in first gear or if you're riding at low speeds or on a tight turn in, in the woods. And if you're concerned about the top speed, well, the XR100 has about a 45 mile an hour top speed with stock gearing, but who's gonna be drag racing the XR100? If you're a real dirt bike rider, you're gonna be riding on the trails or out in your field, just having fun. Since the XR100 hasn't been made for over 20 years, it doesn't have electric start like most modern trail bikes do. So it's kickstart only. And while that may be a deal breaker for you, the XR100 is pretty easy to kick over. Well, it's not a 450. Especially if you get the jetting right, it doesn't take a lot of effort, but if you need electric start, I get it. You might wanna look at the TTR125, which I'll link in the description below which has an electric start option. Now moving on to the suspension. The forks and shock are very soft on the XR100 and they're very simple, but this is a good thing if you're a beginner or just starting out because the soft suspension, it's nice and plush 
and it's going to absorb the bumps and impacts a lot better than a stiff suspended race bike. So if you're riding at 5-10 miles an hour, the bumps on the trail or rocks or whatever wherever you're riding, uh, they're going to be soaked up a lot better, which means that your hands and wrists and arms aren't going to get tired as quickly. Because if you have stiff suspension, you're going to feel every little bump and get exhausted uh, more easily and you won't have as good of traction because the stiff suspension is going to want to bounce the tire off the ground and when the tire is off the ground you're not getting traction you're more likely to lose control and slide out and since it is simple it's not really adjustable other than the shock preload this means that there's less maintenance, less things to go wrong. It's going to be more durable and reliable. But if you are an adult and want to modify the bike, I have a guide in the description below as well for the best XR100 mods and upgrades. Then moving on to the size, the XR100 is a mid-sized trail bike, meaning it's not a little kid's bike, but it's not a full-size bike. It has 19 and 16 inch wheels with a 30.5 inch seat height. So it's good if you're in the 4 foot 10 to 5 foot 4 inch height range or if you're an adult that just has really short legs and want a lower, a smaller, easier to ride dirt bike which is totally fine and I recommend a smaller bike rather than a bigger bike to start out on because it'll build your confidence faster. And then coming in at 174 pounds, it's lighter than the TTR125 or the KLX 140 so it's going to be a little bit easier to handle if you're trail riding or if you have to pick the bike up it'll just take a little bit less effort probably because it doesn't have electric starts that adds a little bit of weight so is there a weight limit well there is no technical weight limit that hana lists but if you're over 130 pounds or if you're an aggressive rider you're going to start uh, noticing the limitations of the xr100 very quickly because the suspension is going to bottom out and you're going to be start bouncing around and if you start jumping the XR100 it's eventually going to break whether it's the forks or the frame which is why you can buy like the BBR frame cradle and skid plate which I'll link in the description below but basically it adds a cradle to the frame which strengthens it if you weigh over 130 pounds and then is the XR100 reliable well if you don't know already the XR100 is basically the staple or the showman for reliable dirt bikes because you can not maintain it very well and this bike will just keep running and running and running but it eventually will wear out if you run it low or run it out of oil as long as you're changing the oil and keeping the air filter clean you're adjusting the chain tension so it doesn't fall off the sprockets and crack the case this bike is going to last a long time which means that if you're training your kids it can last several kids before you need to buy another bike or it's just a good backup or a trainer bike uh, for like your cabin or if you're training like a cousin or a friend uh, to learn how to ride and you don't want to worry about a bike that's going to break easily. So are there any common problems with the XR100? Well, over the years, not really. I mean, the biggest problems are probably uh, not starting or not running well, usually from sitting for long periods of time for like one year, two, three, five years. If gas sits in it, uh, this can dirty up or gum up the carb making it impossible to start or it's not going to start easily and not run well so it'll just need a 
good solid cleaning which is pretty easy to do because it's easy to take the carb off and I got a video on cleaning the carb in the description as well the other thing to pay attention to is the chain tension because if it's too tight uh, this can wear out the shift shaft seal and it can cause it to leak or if it's too loose it can derail it'll fall off the rear sprocket and it'll bunch up into the front sprocket and this can crack the case which is going to cause a major rebuild it's super expensive super time consuming so just make sure that you keep the chain properly tensioned which is in your service manual or it might actually be a sticker on the swing arm itself where it shows the proper tension and how much can you expect to pay for a used xr100 well depending on where you live as well as the year and condition of it you can probably buy one for as little as 800 bucks uh, but you can spend up to maybe 2000 bucks if it's a really pristine, mint, clean uh, condition XR100. So if you're still unsure, uh, let's just compare some quick pros and cons of whether you should or shouldn't buy the XR100. You should buy it if you want cheap fun, you enjoy riding a lot more than maintaining your bike. If you're a beginner and want to learn how to ride a dirt bike or motorcycle, you like pit bikes or little bikes. <laughs> compared to full-size bikes because they're easier and more fun to ride because it's more fun to ride a slow bike fast than a fast bike slow. You just want to have fun trail riding. You prefer the four-stroke power curve which is very smooth. You want a bike that's very easy to ride or you just want a reliable backup or secondary bike. Now you shouldn't buy the XR100 if you expect to have a race bike in stock form without modifying it. Or if you don't want to have fun because the XR100 is the definition of fun. And if you're ready to buy an XR100 and you're not sure what to look for when buying a used dirt bike, then you should check out this video here so that you can be confident buying a used bike that you know is probably not going to need a rebuild really soon. I'm Kelly Fager from Motocross Hideout. Learn more, ride more.